Welcome. This podcast is for women who believe that laughter is the best medicine and honesty is the best policy. This is the Mel and Kel Show. Join us each week as we share real conversations in real life as only girlfriends can do. Hi, I'm Melissa Webb. And I'm Kelly Hatcher. And together we are the Mel and Kel Show. We've been friends for a very long time. And I mean very long time. Long enough to know that life's ups and downs, well, they are best when shared with others. So join us each week as we talk about all things good and bad related to friendship, family, and everything in between. We are so excited to spend time with you. Well, hello, beautifuls, and welcome back to the Mel and Kel Show, episode 100. 38. You are joining us this week. Our title may seem a little strange, Better by Eight. And the funny thing is, is Kelly doesn't even have any idea what this means as well. I told her, you know what? When we podcast today, I don't even want to talk to you first. Let's just podcast. Just like we're with a group of girlfriends and we're just going to have a conversation where I get to do most of the talking. I like it because my throat kind of hurts. So I'm I'm all in. But can you tell me, is it better by 8 a.m. or 8 p.m.? Because I'm hoping it's better by 8 a.m. So that starts my day off perfectly. Well, um, there are always two eights in 24 hours. So it's both. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. Well, let's just jump right in and get started. So um, I was listening to a podcast. What? You listen to podcasts? I know. Um, I have to give credit to Jody Moore, um, Better Than Happy. I, I love her podcast. And she was introducing a positive psychologist by the name of Dr. Paul Jenkins. Have you heard of him? I have not. Okay. Um. He's been around for quite a while. He was like a clinical psychologist for years and years where, you know, patients came in and out of his office. Um, But the thing that he especially started to get really interested in was positive psychology. And what he wanted to take a closer look at was whether or not, like, is happiness a choice? Like, can we really choose to be happy? And um, he has a book, which I've ordered. You can actually order the book for, they say this, you know how they do this? Yeah. The for book's free. free. Yeah. The shipping is $22.95. $9.96. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, and I'm, I'm still saying, a good deal. It, it totally. 10 bucks for a book. Yeah. yeah I, I ordered it. It's on its way. I'm excited to take a look at it. It's called pathological positivity, which just sounds like AKA Melissa Webb. Pathological that, um, like, okay. Like, right. Like a pathological liar cannot help, but lie. Correct. So a pathological positive person can't help, but be positive. Like if your husband was here, he would say that book was written about my wife. (laughs) You probably would. You probably (laughs) would. Um, But one of the things that he said in this interview that I really like, there are several things he said, so um, I want to tell them to you, and then I'm going to give us all a happiness hack called Better by Eight at the end. Um, But the thing that he said as a psychologist that's, you know, been a psychologist for 25 or 30 years, he pointed out that he actually gets paid to point out the obvious. 
And he says, it's kind of a funny thing that I have this job that I get paid very good money, but all I'm really doing is pointing out the obvious. He goes, let me give you an example. It's like right now, can you feel the clothes on your skin? Yes. Okay. Wouldn't it be funny? Wouldn't it have been funny if I'm like, oh, wait, should I be wearing clothes right now? (laughs) (laughs) You got to be faster, Kyle. Come on. Dang it. (laughs) Um, And so anybody listening right now is like, oh, as soon as you say that, I can feel the sleeve on my arm, right? Like all of a sudden you feel the cloth touching the skin. But before I said it, were you paying attention to it? Of course not. Because I didn't bring it. That's not my thought. That's not what I'm thinking about. Right. It's just not what we're thinking about. So you hire somebody to be your psychologist or your psychiatrist, or maybe even a life coach for that matter. And I've heard people say, well, it's just like everything they talk about is so obvious. It's like, yes, it is. (laughs) And yet it isn't because we're not, like you just said, having those thoughts all the time. right? Right. So he says the same thing that we say, which is like psychology 101 stuff. Life gives you a situation, an event, a circumstance, and that's neutral. We have a thought about it. That thought creates a feeling. The feeling drives an action. The action gives us some results. But here's what he said that was different that I've never heard anybody say, and maybe because he's a psychologist, (laughs) he could go a little bit deeper. But he was talking about how, so healthy humans, we can't turn off our thinking. You can't not have a thought, right? Right. Right. But he says in that thought line, there's actually two kinds of thinking, which I'd never heard this before. Okay. So the first kind of thinking would be when we judge or evaluate something which we're really good at doing. Oh yeah, for sure. And if you think of an example, I totally want you to share it. The one of the examples that I was thinking of is like right now, you know, I'm doing these TikToks and these reels and there's this part of me that wants to judge that and evaluate what I'm doing. Um, And I can go positive or negative with it because all thoughts can be positive or negative, right? Right. So I could judge it positively and say, well, nobody has like, texted me privately and said, you really should stop this. (laughs) (laughs) Dork. (laughs) Right. Um, But I also could judge it negatively as well and say, gosh, I don't think this is really working. Like I only got 15 more followers last month when we did a whole month of this. But when we judge or evaluate our thinking, that's taking our thoughts down one side. Right. And the other way of thinking is this prediction and creation kind of thinking. Now, that also can be positive and negative. When you do prediction creation kinds of thinking, again, with like the TikTok and Reels, I'm coming more at it when I think that way. Um, It's like I'm looking into the future. Like, what can I make this? How can I make it better? Or can I predict what we'll do better next month that I do? So like, One of them, the judge evaluate is looking at things more like they already happened. Mm -hmm. And the prediction and the creation is more like the looking forward as to how it could be. The first one creates like gratitude or depression. 
Like you wake up, you get on the scale and you went up three pounds. You're going to judge and evaluate that as a human being. We do. Right. And if you're not happy with it, I mean, some people could be trying to gain three pounds. So they're going to say that it's like a totally positive thing. And they're going to be grateful, feeling gratitude. Whereas the other person's going to be like into a, a depression mode. Okay. Right. Versus the prediction and creation that either is going to like build anxiety, like, oh, I can't create it. I don't know how to create it. I've never created this before. Right. Like you can feel like the anxiety that goes with that or the positive end of it, where it's like, oh, if I created that, then that could get the ball rolling. And if that ball got rolling, ooh, that could turn it right. Like it's got the more right. hopeful vibe to it. Yeah. And so what was cool is he was talking about this is so when he has his clients or patients or whatever he calls them, he asks them these kinds of questions. He wants to find out like when somebody comes in and if they're like, well, I'm just feeling depressed, he's totally going to focus in on what thoughts do they have right now that are all around judgment of their life, evaluation of their life, because it's down that path. Versus if somebody comes in and they're really anxious and feeling a lot of anxiety, he's going to go down the other thinking path on, you know, what are you, what are you worried about in the future? What are you trying to predict that's causing fear, that's causing anxiety for you? And I just had never heard anybody like split the thoughts into these two different patterns. So I'm like, I like this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I picture that prediction creation. It reminds me of um, like when you do the scientific method with kids, when you create a hypothesis, it's an educated guess. Yes. So to me, this prediction creation is we have two choices here. You know, are you going to educate, meaning it's you're think about it for a minute, like seriously, don't just guess which kids would do with their hypothesis is just guess. Nope. I want you to think about it a little bit and give me like a reason why you think it's this or that. So I I can see that um, how you could change that thinking into like, stop, let's think about this a little bit. And then is it, it still could be a negative prediction or a, a, a positive prediction or, you know, a good or a bad, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, I like that. And when we and judge, the, yeah, as I say, on the other end of your scientific method, when it's all done, don't you evaluate what? Yeah, yeah. Look the at the results. Is? Yeah, let's look at these results and let's let now what what what's the evaluation? What's the conclusion of this? Like what has happened? So when you're evaluating it or you're judging it, it's like okay, one or the other. Judging is like, oh, this didn't work out. But why didn't it work out? Let's evaluate it. Let's go a little bit deeper. I like that. I like that little connection you made right there. Well, thank you. You're you're such the science and math teacher. I like, (laughs) I like that stuff. For people who don't know, when Kelly and I first met, we met right out of college, like literally right out of college, still wet behind the ears. (laughs) And we showed up at um, an elementary school where we were both given combination classes. We were both kind of like, woo, how are we going to figure this out? And our minds came together. I covered English language arts, history, and she took all the math and science. Like it truly is uh, her wheelhouse. Is that As area. of yours. So we just, it was so much fun because we did all of the PE and the music and the arts all together with all of our kids 
but it was fun. It was fun. Oh, the good old days. Gosh, those were great. I love, I love the memories that we have. Um, so then he went in and he did talk though about that. Yes, he does believe that happiness is a choice, but more importantly, and this is the part that we really want to sit on for a second. It's a skill set. So he said, here's an example. Somebody wants to hold on. Uh, I have to tell you, you, cause she has it up so I can see what, um, her topics. And I really thought it said, it's also a skillet. And I was like, <laughs> wonder where she's going with a skillet. But now that I, I see it a little better, I'm like, that does not say skillet. We're not going to fry it up, but go ahead. Fry but up this can. happiness. Yeah. You can, you know, bring home the bacon, fry it up and it, you can do that. Okay. All you want to forget you a man. <laughs> um, skill set. So <laughs> the example he used was playing the piano. Can you choose to learn how to play the piano? Absolutely. Absolutely. You can. Could you go sit down at the piano today and just play beautifully? Absolutely not. No, there's a skill set involved and he relayed happiness to like learning an, a musical instrument or learning how to paint well or anything of that matter. It's not like you can just be like, oh, I'm just going to be happy today. It takes a practice, a daily practice. He's really big into journaling. I have to meet him. Such a good guy. Um, but he had a happiness hack that I thought, oh, we should try this and we should you and I try it, and then any of our listeners should try it too. We'll do it from this Wednesday to next Wednesday, which is Kelly's birthday. Dun, dun, and, dun, dun, then, dun. <laughs> and then see if we were able to notice anything. So he calls it BB-8. Does that sound familiar to you, BB-8, by any chance? Do you think of Star Wars? I, I'm not a Star Wars person. Sorry. Oh. Okay. Obi well, Kenobi is that what, what you're thinking of? I know that name. Well, BB-8 is a robot. He's oh. he's he's like a circle bot. He's got like a. Like, I thought that R2 was. I thought that was R2. Yeah, that's what I thought his name. Okay. See, see how so, I make you my arms yes. do that? Okay. There's another one, and and he's BB-8, and and yes, but he's a circle bot. He has a circle for a bottom and a circle for oh. a top. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, that's Are you sure how- that's not Frosty the Snowman? <laughs> Pretty sure. <laughs> okay. Um, so he refers to this as BB-8. And what he says, this is the challenge, is every day you must do something, anything, to make your life better by 8. And he means 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. Because here's his point. No matter what, we never stay the same. Our life does not stay the same. Right now, it's um, not 8 p.m. yet for our day when we're doing this podcast. So right now, um, we still have time before 8 p.m. At 8 p.m., we're either going to feel better or, or worse. Like we might be more tired. Your throat may be more sore. If nothing else, you're going to be closer to being double nickels. Like we're <laughs> always changing. We're all like nothing stays the same. So if we know that things could be better or things could be worse by eight, what can we do to make something in our life better intentionally? And it could just be like, okay, well, before eight o'clock, I'm going to drink more water. Or you know what? Before eight o'clock, I've been putting off folding my clothes. I'm going to go to the dryer, get those 
clothes folded and put away. It could be something totally small. It could be something like, you know what? All day long, I've been thinking about my friend Tracy. And so I'm going to text her before eight o'clock when we intentionally do something that makes our life better it's like playing the piano. It's like we're doing a little practice of our scales and we're going to get better at that skill set of choosing happiness. Because again, it's one thing to have the thought like, I've been thinking all day about, you know, doing whatever um, and go pull weeds in the garden. Like, it doesn't matter what it is, whatever it is, you go and do it. You now have the action piece And after the action is done, it's that result that we're trying to get to because Mm -hmm. the result of doing something good to make our life better is going to result in more feelings than of happiness because we'll think, ah, I'm so glad I did that. There you go. I like that. I like it. I'm kind of doing the same thing. I've got, I've got a handful of, and they're all girls right now, but I have a handful of girls that I have purchased journals for them. And what they are doing is they're, um, they're all struggling with depression and we're not in a group. This is all doing one-on-one with the girls. And so what I've challenged them to do is, and it was for a 30 day challenge of, they had to write every morning, three things that they are grateful for. And it could be my warm sheets or Um, you know, that my mom made me breakfast or, you know, I got these cool jeans or it could be, you know, it's a beautiful day outside. I'm like, you can just think of things that you're grateful for, you're happy for, and trying to realize they're still good. Like, even though you're in this funk and you, everything seems so gray and yucky right now, we have to train our brains that this is a muscle. And the only way it gets stronger and healthier is if you train it. So, and I meet with them once a week and they have to bring their journal to school on that day. And they have to read me one day of the week that they thought was their best. And then have to show me the other day. So they don't get busted if they didn't do it. Um, (laughs) But it's, it's, it, I love doing it. And it's kind of fun because now uh, like they're excited to share with me what they've written. So it's very similar to this. Uh, It is. And one of the things that he threw out there, he said, you know, when you're thinking of things, um, things that you are grateful for, because the the real key, um, if you're going down that thinking where it's judgment and evaluation, that's what leads to depression. Like these girls are judging and evaluating either their lives or their, their friends' lives who they think are living it better than they are. Like there's a lot of judgment and evaluation that's going on that obviously is kind of creating these feelings of um, depression for them. Uh, But the opposite of that would be the gratitude. So I love that you're doing that. And the other thing he added to that is to have somebody not just like all the, you know, roses and daisy good things you're grateful for. What right. is one of the hard things? You don't have to be grateful for the hard thing, but what is it forcing out of you that you're grateful to see happening? Like they could say, well, I am grateful that because of this class, I mean, I have to be here, you know, because I'm kind of struggling. That's not a, something I'm grateful for, but I do see that I'm growing through it. Yeah. And he's like, when you can find 
that even in whatever's hard, you can see something that you could pull out and be actually grateful for. That's yeah. You're, that's you're it finding right it. There. Yeah. Yeah. Needle in the haystack. It's in there. You yep. just gotta, you gotta search for it. Cause when you find it, whoo, it's a happy right. day. Right. And again, like, I think you could be such a good example of that. Like somebody would say, well, there's nothing, certainly nothing that you're grateful about having gone through the cancer that you have gone and won. There still can't be, I mean, sure you, you beat it. So that's great. Right. But you can't have gratitude. And like, I mean, I don't know what you would say for it, but for one of the things that I say is like, you know what I'm grateful for? They caught it right away. I'm grateful that that little broken chip in your throat kept you on the ball and you didn't have something that was just growing and you didn't even know about it. Like, I am grateful that you had the best doctors. I mean, you were at one of the best hospitals, uh, facilities for what you went through. Like, yeah, you can find gratitude even in those situations. At least I think, I mean, what would you say? Absolutely. And I feel like, honestly, it brought me closer to God. It brought me closer. I mean, I mean, I think you and I were already very close, but I think that bond during this time even brought us closer. I I mean, just with my family. I mean, there, there's definitely, I made new friends at the facility that I'm still in contact with. Like there's definitely, you, you have to find some good in it because otherwise you're just going to, it's going to eat you up. And, you know, I see these girls right now, which scare me because, you know, they're 12 year old, 12 year old girls and they're struggling with this already. It's only going to proceed to get worse if, if they don't start working on it. And in their toolbox, realizing they have, you know, the, the, the ability to change their thoughts and to change the way they're looking at themselves and life around them. So I like this one, Mel, this was a good one. Good. I thought you would, I hope everybody listening enjoyed it. And um, tell me the guy's name again. His name is Dr. Paul Jenkins, and I will link him to um, our show notes. And if you want to go get the quote free book, pathological positivity, you too can get it for free or 996, whatever you want to call that. (laughs) Um, I'm going to start reading it. So I'll be sure to share any of the the good things he's, he does a ton on YouTube. Um, A lot of like just free material that's just out there. He is really trying to spread positivity and, um, just enable people to make good choices and thoughts for themselves. I love it. I yeah. love it. I might, I might look at him on some YouTube as well. I really enjoyed this one. This was good. a good one. I'm proud of you. You did good on this one. Yes. Win. <laughs> I'll take it. You know what else would make me really happy? And your birthday is coming up. People, Kelly's birthday is a week from today. You know what she wants? She wants three more people to sign up for our weekend getaway. That's all she wants for her birthday. Three oh, be good to come play with us. Yeah. We'll make it worth your while. I promise you between Mel and I, we're pretty good freaking frack. We, we will get you <laughs> laughing, crying. We'll fill your bellies and you will learn a lot of stuff in this and we'll pamper you. It's, it's a good thing. I I'm, I'm excited for us. Um, find us on, look on our, uh, social media, 
there's links to uh, the the different um, what is what is the word I'm looking for, Mel? Forms the sign, like yeah, the sign up forms. forms. Yeah, yeah, yeah sign ups and stuff. Yeah. So um, definitely look on social media, DM, DM us. us. Yeah, if you can't find it, and um, if you know anybody that's not listening to us that you think would enjoy it, please share our podcast. And also, maybe for my birthday, could you write a review? That would be kind of cool. I don't think I haven't looked lately, but I think we need some more reviews. Come on. I know we need some more reviews. Yeah. Bring us, bring us some reviews. We love you guys. Crickets out there. Crickets. I tell you. Yeah. What's wrong. What's wrong with you peeps? Come on. Come on. Let's, let's give Kel some birthday love this week. I love it. I don't need presents. Just bring me some loving. (laughs) Okay. Until, until next Wednesday, when I'm the same age as Mel, we will see you on the socials. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you would like to connect with Mel or Kel, be sure to follow them on Instagram at the Mel and Kel Show, or you can find them on their website at themelandkelshow.com. Thanks so much. Have a great day.